Hey there, everyone. This is entertainer and educator Jen Abels. Go ahead and put that cruise control on as you venture down the road to rediscovery with your incredible host, Aubrey. You are not going to want to miss this episode. Our lives are laid out on a road of bumps, turns, struggles, and more. How do we respond? How do we endure adversity for learning and growth? I'm Aubrey Johnson, and we'll explore these questions and more on The Roads Rediscovery. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Roads Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. The Roads Rediscovery is about reflecting on life lessons to learn and grow from them, and of course, pay it forward and uplift others who are struggling through dark times. Now, as you know, on the Roads of Rediscovery, we are very passionate about delivering quality content that is of value to you and your personal growth. If you like what you hear, please visit roadsrediscovery.com slash donate. That's road, the number two, rediscovery.com slash donate. We'll give you a shout out in a future episode. And as always, there is no obligation. We are truly, truly grateful for your listenership. My special guest has just released her first book, Discovering My Gypsy Soul, a book that talks about self-discovery and living authentically. She's the founder of The Gypsy Wanderer, an organization and community that inspires people to follow your heart and find joy in your journey. Get ready for a great conversation of purpose, passion, self-love, and more. And let's welcome Katina Borgman to the show. Katina, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here. Well, thank you for having me, Aubrey. I'm glad to be here. Oh, no. Thank you. It's my pleasure. We're glad that you are here. Now, um, from the, I read an excerpt from your book, okay? And uh, you mentioned that the word, the term gypsy can have a negative connotation. And I think you even shared some history on the derogatory use and slang behind the word or variations of the word. So um, can you can you help the listeners understand when you're talking about the gypsy wanderer, when you're talking about uh, your gypsy soul, um, give them the context in in which you speak of that in your book, in your blog, in your website. Right. Gyps the word gypsy can sometimes be, be negative because it can refer to a group of people. Um, gypsy soul, though, is more of a personality. Mm -hmm. um, something, you know, free spirited is and gypsy soul could be interchangeable. Right. Um, yeah. So so gypsy souls are just I'm referring more to a personality type mm -hmm. um, expressing who you are. Um, mm -hmm. And and generally people who have a gypsy soul kind of have um, some of the same characteristics, you know, being a free spirited person um, is, is a is a personality trait. And mm -hmm. uh, so that's more what I'm referring to. Um, and I, I mean, no disrespect to, um, to the gypsy people or the Romani right. people. Right, right. No, I follow you. And, and thank you for that clarification. And, and us, you know, thank you for giving that context in what you're referring to. Okay. We're talking just so I understand, you know, the, um, the, the free spirit, the joy, um, adventure, self-love, mm -hmm. um, the wonder in, in, in the world, that type of heart. Is that right? Right. right. 
Okay, are those considered characteristics of a gypsy soul, or yeah, they, absolutely, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that that free spirit, that adventure, that mm-hmm. that wanting wanting more out of life. Um, a, a lot of times, um, somebody who has a gypsy soul is is very self sufficient and mm-hmm. and just um, doesn't necessarily collect things, but wants mm-hmm. experiences and adventure and. Mm-hmm. Um, love nature and art um mm-hmm. and so yeah that that free-spirited adventurous wanderer is someone who loves their freedom that is is who a gypsy soul is man that's wonderful that's wonderful and and, and so um in your own life life journey you know um have you always had a heart for wonder adventure and and, and joy since you were since you were little you know, I have, I've, mm-hmm. I've always been really curious, um, mm-hmm. and, and just, yeah, um, wanting to just a free spirit live, you know, by my own terms and dance right. to the beat of my own drum. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when I, I would, I had always, um, I had known the word gypsy soul, but not, you know, I'd heard it, but never really mm-hmm. thought much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, on this particular day, I was listening to a song that, um, that talked about a gypsy soul and it just Mm -hmm. resonated with me and it wouldn't leave my mind. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking, what, what is, what is this? And so then when I got home, I I Googled the term and I thought, oh my gosh, Mm that sounds a lot like me. Mm -hmm. And so then I just read everything I could about, um, different people's interpretations of what a gypsy soul is. Mm-hmm. And it was this huge realization to me that this is, this is, these are characteristics of my personality. This is who I am. Yeah. And a lot of times I would try and change things about me because I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I can't, I can't just leave and go travel and, and, you know, do this or do that because society says a mom should do this or a woman mm-hmm. should do that. And, right. and so, um, it was just a, a big realization for me. It was like, I discovered this piece of myself that I felt like I should have always known, but I, I really didn't. I, there was so mm-hmm. much about my personality that, that I thought was wrong, that what needed to be changed. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was really freeing to learn that no being a gypsy soul is is okay it's it's who i am and Mm. now it all kind of makes sense and and pieces to my puzzle that were missing you know suddenly became clear wow so embracing that identity uh discovering and, and then embracing so uh those areas in which you thought were wrong that you were trying to fix Katina. Um, um, what, what gave you the impression of them being wrong? Was it a societal norm, societal, uh, uh, influence? Um, mm-hmm. what was it? Yeah. Was it? You know, society tells us, um, what, what we, what we should be. They kind of create the box that, yeah that um women and and people in general feel like they have to to stay within um Mm -hmm. to be accepted and Mm -hmm. i didn't always fit that societal norm Mm -hmm. and um 
you know, I, in, um, 2016, my daughter was um, still in high school and I left and went on an 80 day road trip by myself. Wow, really? Yeah. And, but society says you can't leave your, your daughter, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't Mm -hmm. leave your home. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're just going to go travel the world by or travel the, the, the country by yourself. Yeah. And you really don't have a clear itinerary you're just going to kind of wing it you know right right that's crazy you 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 mm-hmm. can't do that number one um you have a child at home and number two you know you're by yourself you can't do that and I, i'm very fortunate that um i didn't just leave my daughter at home right by right yeah um um she stayed with my parents which she's very close <laughs> with her dad that's um, great. In town, her brother was, mm-hmm. you know, and so it wasn't like I just said, I'm, I'm leaving. And, and no, you weren't negligent. No, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. But the but, initial thought that people mm-hmm. have that society has is that's, that's weird. That's different. You know, that's not how you're supposed to do things. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It sounds like uh, there's a, there's a, there's a hint of, judging or judgmental you know uh uh flavor that that is coming from some parts of society when they hear that a woman goes on an 80 mile journey alone you know um and 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 that's it's terrible i mean uh, there's so many things that are assumed you know without knowing the person without knowing their situation you know right yeah and so um, all all they hear is you're a mom yeah. leaving, leaving your, your child, um, to go on an adventure, you know? And, yeah. and so, yeah. Yeah. And, and then they tend to judge, which no one should do. Right. So, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so when you did that, I mean, I always felt like whenever you make a calculated decision to wander, Okay, when I say calculate it, it's like it's not like you're throwing everything away and and neglecting everything, you know, to your point earlier. But it when you when you make a calculated, meaning that you're taking care of your business, making sure things that you know you're responsible for are are handled, mm-hmm. and you are mindful of your safety, okay, mm-hmm. uh, and your surroundings, your environment, um, with all that in order, and you can still wander, can still not have an itinerary, right? Um, Without being confined to an agenda, there's a degree of freedom, a level of freedom that you feel, right? Oh, absolutely. And that, Mm -hmm. that's what was so amazing. And I learned so much about myself because Mm -hmm. um, even though I'm, I'm very self-sufficient, very independent. Yeah. Um, you are truly out there by, by yourself, you know, um, you're making every decision you're, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't have a navigator with you. Right. (laughs) You don't have somebody to say, Oh, I don't care. What do you want to do? You know, (laughs) Um, what what do you want for dinner? I don't care. What do you want? You know, you're making literally every decision and, um, and, but it was, you know, so you learn a lot about yourself, but then, that freedom to just, to just 
go and and do what makes you happy mm-hmm. um you know i had a general idea um and i talk about this in my in my book a little bit but i i had a general idea of the route i would take but yeah, i sure. was not on any um time frame if right. i found some place to veer off my what i had kind of planned yeah. um, i could if i wanted to stay longer someplace i i, I did if i yeah. wanted to leave earlier i did mm-hmm. and so i i ultimately went thirteen thousand four hundred and fifty four miles and um wow. it was gone 80 days i didn't know how long i would be gone i figured two months but wow um, yeah wow that is incredible that is really incredible and and yeah in that time you can learn a tremendous um about yourself a tremendous amount about yourself now um one of the things that i believe the listeners may want to know about your experience with this is uh, because i think this would creep into some people's minds if they happen to go on a venture such as this right um have you had any doubts from a security standpoint? And I don't mean from a safety standpoint in your environment. I'm talking about secure in yourself, in your heart of hearts, you're alone. And there is no one with you, whether you're having a good time at this restaurant or maybe a bad time um, in the park, it's a rainy day, you're by yourself, you're in this state where you don't know anyone. Um, securing yourself, secure in being alone, not lonely, but secure in being alone. Um, I, I think it's a true test of that security. Um, was that something that you may have encountered or discovered? You know, you you made a, a good point that there's definitely a difference between being lonely and being alone. Mm-hmm. And um, I was somebody who had been um, single for quite some time. And so I was, I was used to being alone. And so um, I wasn't necessarily lonely. Um, It was, it was, that was another aspect of the freedom Mm -hmm. because you were able to meet other people. And, and I'm actually an introvert, which a lot of people don't think that I am, but I, I really am. Uh Um, but I can be extroverted and, and really it, I just need some alone time. Um, right. You know, it doesn't mean that I like to be alone all the time, but yeah, yeah. Um, it was great to be able to meet all these different people and mm-hmm. in all these different um, circumstances. And so, yeah. um, you know, you really, you know, that's part of the learning about yourself is, is, you know, you don't, um want to isolate yourself no so you you put yourself out there and you Mm -hmm. you talk to people and you meet people and um you know i i had some of the greatest conversations in springfield illinois at (laughs) a starbucks with some retired gentlemen Mm -hmm. that they just they were so funny and (laughs) you know we sat and talked for probably an hour hour and a half and wow. that was some of the best conversation. And yeah. when would you have the opportunity to meet someone? Now, I am originally from Nebraska, so they they were in the Midwest. But, mm-hmm. you know, I have, you know, other stories from people, you know, in New York, that, yeah. you know, very different lifestyles, very different environment um, mm-hmm. that they're living in. And so mm-hmm. it was 
it was, that was part of that freedom is just learning so much about different people, about right. different um, areas of our country mm -hmm. and realizing, you know, my own strengths and weaknesses. And, and uh, so, yeah, it was, it was such an experience and um, um, you could easily isolate yourself um, in yeah. that situation, but you know, you, you try not to. Right. I mean, you know, I, I think as a, I think as a species, you know, we as humans, we are wired for community. We're wired Absolutely. for interacting with each other. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and someone who chooses to be alone, whether it's on a trip or to, or, or, or their living arrangements or say drive or dine alone, that's their choice. And, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're isolated or want to be a hermit all the time. You know, right. there are times and pockets in, of times in our lives where, you know, we, we, we want to be alone. It helps us kind of reset and reframe our minds, you know, so that, you know, we, we, we connect with ourselves and then we're effective for our loved ones and for people that we meet, you know, um, during those times when we're, we're not alone. Um, yeah, Katina, I really appreciate you sharing that glimpse into your 80 day journey. Um, the, the chat with the, with the people at Starbucks and the people in New York showing that, you know, sure you were alone in this journey, but along, along the road, you know, and along your journey, you met people, you talked with people, you interacted, you know, and, and, and that's another part of free in your spirit, free in your soul, um, is, is meeting new people and having very interesting conversations. Um, and, and, and I, and I asked that Katina, because, um, personally speaking, I have a younger sister. Okay. And she, um, she is very independent, um, ever since we were kids. Right. So, you know, now she is single. She doesn't have any kids. She has her own house. She, you know, lives by her own itinerary and what she does. Now she's not an introvert and she's not lonely. She, you know, she has a um, bunch of friends, uh, her and my mom, they go traveling, you know, a lot and they love to gamble, you know, not big, just like nickel slots and stuff or slot machines. And, and she is, um, she, she loves to, you know, to travel. Um, after several trips, um, with other people, you know, she felt kind of confined by their itinerary, their agenda, you know, Hey, we have to do this. We have to do that, you know, and whether she had to be part of it to have a ride or as she always likes to do be the ride, which means, you know, everyone has to be in agreement as to where they're going and when they go and when they leave. Mm -hmm. And and she, she, she kind of broke free of that <laughs> the past year or so where, um, Every May for Mother's Day, my sister would take our mother to Las Vegas for a week and they see shows, they go to buffets, they do some dime slot, nickel slot gambling, you know, and then come back, have a great time. Um, and then a few other people would come with them, you know. Well, now she, this is her third year, I think, on her birthday in January, she will go to Las Vegas by herself and have a great time wouldn't think twice about it go mm -hmm. by her own agenda whenever yeah. she wants 
You know, if, if she wants to leave early from a place, she can. If she wants to stay longer, she can. And then talk to people along the way, you know. And so um, I, I think I think that is very inspiring. You know, I, I think it's brave. And I don't mean brave from, you know, a safety standpoint either. OK, I mean, I mean, brave from, you know, putting yourself out there and uh, also looking in that mirror because when you're alone a lot, you'll have a chance to look in that mirror and say, okay, what am I discovering about myself? Right. Like you said earlier, you learned a lot about yourself in those 80 days, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and for me, I am, I am somebody who's all, all about the, the journey. Yeah. You know? um, yes. It's, it's all um, how you got there yeah. and learning about yourself in um, in the process. And it's mm -hmm. kind of, you know, my, I kind of, um, look at it like, um, the wizard of Oz, you know, yeah. Dorothy, um, went, you know, was in wizard. Of, it was in Oz and followed that yellow brick road Yeah, is kind of your road to, to self-discovery. And then, um, as far as discovering, you know, that I have a gypsy soul, that was kind mm -hmm. of like, at the end, um, I was my own Glinda, the good witch and, and realized I've always had the power. I just had to learn it for myself. Right. This is always who I, who I've been. And I just needed to learn, um, that that was okay. And mm -hmm. to accept that, that who I am is okay. And I don't need to change that. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it seems like, um, from what I'm hearing you say, Katina, um, the destination can be the culmination of discoveries that would, that you would not have learned had you not taken the journey. Right. Because right. The journey is so much part mm -hmm. of it, you know. Yes, yes. Um, everybody focuses on the destination and mm -hmm. and the planning and the, the preparation mm -hmm. um to get to that place mm -hmm. is part of the journey. And yes. if you if you view it like that, right? You know, so yeah. many times people miss the journey, and so they miss so much learning um about mm. themselves and about yeah. the world around them. Agreed. Agreed. And, and, and so much beauty they could miss as well, mm -hmm. you know, um, um, literally figuratively and all of that, you know, so would, would it be fair or, or what are your thoughts on, I don't know. I just, I just have a feeling or I think that um, some part of discovering um, your gypsy soul kind of, kind of, is related to maybe rediscovering some aspects of your childhood, like wonder, curiosity, those types of things. Um, um, is there some re rediscovery of, of the purity of childhood that takes place in discovering your gypsy soul? Um, yes. Um, you know, I have, I have, I, I talk about in the book as well. Um, you know, some of the trauma that I went through as a child mm -hmm, and how, mm -hmm. um, because of that, that, that maybe influenced the, um, things, some things about myself that I didn't like that I think that I mm -hmm. thought were wrong. Yeah. And so, 
Um, when you have some of those messages early on in your life that 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 are not accurate, mm-hmm. uh, that leads into your adulthood, and mm-hmm. um, you have to relearn um, some things um, in order to become a healthy person. And so, yeah. Um, but actually, through that, I also was able to learn, um, realize that some of those things even through my childhood, like curiosity, um, looking at some of some of my stories from um, from childhood, I can see that curiosity even mm-hmm. a- as a young girl. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, that how that curiosity served me as a child, but then also serves me as an adult and carries over into mm-hmm. just, you know, that's who I am. And, um, so yeah, it was, you know, and I'm still learning. There are still things, even though now I've discovered my gypsy soul, um, there's still pieces of that. I'm not done. I'm I'm in no way done. And there are pieces of that, that I still want to explore and still want Mm -hmm. to look at and see, um, you know, where did some of the, like, uh, where did some of those traits come from? And, right. and are some of those traits um, who I am because that's who God made me? Or am that is that who I am because of my experiences? Mm, understood. So, you know, continuing to dig in and, and you know, explore yeah. um, who I am and, and you know, I, I just, I found... Um, just a treasure chest by by discovering the term gypsy soul and and looking at that and exploring that. But there's there's so much more to go through and and just continue to discover. Yeah, no, I'm sure it is, and and I know you're still on the journey, right? I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's an ever never ending it's an ever learning journey which is why i think it's important to embrace the journey right mm-hmm. uh yeah no for sure and 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 you alluded to um um your childhood and some trauma that you you've you may you know you've gone through mm-hmm. and i was going to ask you and i think you alluded to the um maybe one of the answers to relearn um some things but i was wondering what other insights can you share for someone who wants to have the confidence, self-love, and joy of a gypsy soul, but they have maybe, let's say, endured some trauma, maybe verbal abuse, uh, emotional abuse, that caused a negative impact to their self-esteem and confidence. You know, how can they how can they address rebuilding their self-esteem and confidence so that they can pursue self-love and joy? and wonder and so forth. You know, anytime that you have um, a history of of trauma, of any kind Mm -hmm. of trauma, um, you always have to address that. Yes. Because that is is something that just doesn't go away. Um, People try to um, make it go away all different kinds of ways. Um, and, Mm -hmm. And you're really just covering that up. But eventually at some point, um, and, and, you know, nobody wants to do it, but right. you have to, to look at, um, what happened to you and, yeah. and how that, um, shaped your views of, of the world, uh, mm-hmm. of, 
um, people. Mm -hmm. um, and, mm -hmm. and so really, you know, when you're addressing some of those things, your authentic self is eventually gonna, gonna start to come out and, yes. um, and you start to realize some of the things that you have, have learned were not a true picture. And when you can see those pictures clearly for what they are, um, you just, you feel, um, you start to feel more and more like, like yourself, like yes. this, this is who I am. This is my authenticity. Mm -hmm. And, um, you start to own, um, your own personality, your own values, your own spirit, right? Um, regardless of what you were maybe told, mm -hmm. um, those things were. And so, um, you just have to really be honest with yourself and, and with, with others, and you have to take responsibility for yourself. And part of that responsibility is, is healing and, um, you know, make sure your values and your ideals and your, your actions all align with, with who you are. And you really, as you start to heal from, from the, what happened to you, you, you start to see how out of line, um, some of your perceptions were. And mm -hmm. so, um, mm -hmm. you start to become comfortable in your own skin. Um, and so it's not, it's just a continual process and, and being authentic is not something, um, you either are or you're not, it's something that okay. you strive to be. Right. Um, right. and so you have to challenge yourself because, mm -hmm. um, you can easily get sucked back into, um, old, old patterns and old oh, ways sure. of thinking. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, it's work you have to do. Um, and if you don't, um, it, it will haunt you. <laughs> yeah, no, it certainly will. And, um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's like a hump, right. To mm -hmm. get over, you got to get over that hump, which means, you know, accountability for yourself, taking that hard look in the mirror and owning up, you know, to those bad decisions, tough choice or bad choices. And, um, you know, that, that was made, none of us are perfect, you know, but, right. uh, it helps us to become more, more authentic or gets us closer to that. I guess, uh, the more you do those, um, those self-evaluations, the more you, you know, you take a look in the mirror and, and, and try to align with who you are your thoughts, Absolutely. your beliefs, your emotions, all that lining up with who you are is being true to yourself. So uh, that's great insight, Katina. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in chapter two, <clears throat> you talk about um, an old soul in a modern world. Um, mm -hmm. can, can you kind of unpack that as far as sharing what that means for the listeners? You know, um, that was another word that I... Um, had heard before, but mm -hmm. wasn't really sure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you kind of have an idea of what what you may think an old soul is, but really um, um, digging into that and 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 understanding what that is. And you know, we all have have connections to the past and to yeah. um, to you know the the people that came before us. Right. And so um, 
it, it one of the things that that I write about in in that chapter that um, you know I was thinking about um, the people that came before me. Yeah. And you know we get so many things passed down to us through generations, and mm -hmm. you know we we look at um, you know our ancestors didn't necessarily have Facebook. So we can't go back and look at their Facebook and see right, all the right. things that they were doing and thinking, but um, mm -hmm. we look, you know, we look at pictures and we have kind of this, this vague idea of who they are, but we don't really look at their personality and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what, what comes from, what are we getting? What are they passing down to us? And then, right. um, you know, leaving, leaving some sort of legacy. And, and maybe I'll have a great, great granddaughter someday that, that finds she's, she has the same characteristics as me. Right. You know? And so who knows where, um, where some of this, this comes from. Um, but having an old soul, you're really, you feel that connection to um, the past and that may come out in in various different ways. It may be um, that you have have um, you know an eye for for vintage or antique items, right, or right. Um, you know it, it can be all different kinds of things. But to me, mm -hmm. it's it's the connection to um, to the past and to the wisdom that we can gain from. Um, from um, previous generations. I and see. So, yeah, and so you kind of um, almost, you know, you have a you an old soul can have a wisdom about them that um, generally, you know, you'll see a, a child that you'll think, wow, you know, they have an old soul. You'll hear that more a child because yeah, <clears throat> beyond their years. And so, right, right, yeah. Nice, nice. No, thank you for unpacking that. And um, that that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah, greatly appreciate it. You know, um, I have to say, and I want to say this for the benefit of the listeners as well, Katina. Um, you know, I've, I, I've, I've read a little bit of the excerpt that, you know, on your book that you have. And uh, I, I read a few entries from your blog. And I have to say, and I want the listeners to understand this as well. Okay, um, Katina, the way in which you write is so, so very conversational. Um, it, it, you know, it, it to me, it captures the attention and engages the reader. Um, you are very transparent in sharing of yourself. Um, and, you know, even even if it's something that, you know, is a term that you use and, you know, you weren't the originator of it, you talk about how you came to that, how you got it. Um, you know, very transparent, very humble, very forthcoming, and very, very conversational. So, um, you know, I, I think being conversational in a book of this matter, um, as well as the blogs, you know, is, um, um, to me, it's engaging for the reader. Um, you know, it, it keeps the reader. Obviously, a title may attract them, but what keeps them is the conversational read. And I, I want to thank you for that. Um, I, oh, well, I, thank I, you. No, absolutely. I, I read a I read a brief part uh, on your blog of what you spoke of when it comes to suicide, mm -hmm. and uh, you you know you, you you put it out there. You 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 know you really you really did. You know I mean 
everyone on the outside can look like they have everything going on, like they are just successful in every aspect, happy in every aspect, you know, but mental health is real. And someone who everyone has telltale signs, but the question is, how can we determine? How can we make that determination? How can we see them? How can we detect them and respond to them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, everyone from someone who just blatantly, obviously shows what those signs are in their uh, demeanor to those who have no visible mm-hmm. um, um, you know, revelations in their demeanor. Everything is fine, mm-hmm. you know? The telltale signs got to be buried somewhere in there, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so yes. Thank you for <clears throat> the conversational way in which you write. Uh, I want to tell the listeners you know, when you check out her blog or the book, you definitely want to um, be captivated by the conversational way, as if you're sitting across the table with a cup of coffee. Um, so, so thank you for that, Katina. And I'd love to ask you. Um, how can the listeners learn more about you, read your blog, subscribe to your blog, uh, maybe pick up a copy of your book? Um, sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, gypsywander.life mm-hmm. is my website. So okay. gypsywander, W-A-N-D-E-R.life. Okay. Um, and then uh, my book is available anywhere you can buy books. Um It's on Amazon. Amazon has uh, both the paperback and the Kindle version, and it's on Kindle Unlimited. So Mm -hmm. uh, if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can read it for free. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, and and it's um, I just actually had a sale from Australia. So um, very nice. it is is available worldwide. um, And uh, yeah, so they can find that um, they can just um, on Amazon look for Discovering My Gypsy Soul or by, you know, Katina Borgman, either way, um, and it will come up. Fantastic. Awesome. Uh, Katina, I will put those uh, links to the website, to the blog, to the book, um, all in the episode show notes so that the listeners can click the links, pick up a copy of the book, read the blog as they're listening to this great conversation. Katina, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing your insights on the gypsy soul with the listeners. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Aubrey. I, 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 it's been a, a good conversation. I've enjoyed it. Oh, likewise. I truly, truly have. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. And hey, look, if you have a loved one, a friend, or uh, a colleague, a coworker who seems to be at the end of their rope, uh, going through dark days of despair. They're not quite themselves. Uh, Don't know where to turn or who to turn to. I humbly ask that you please share this show with that person. Because on the road to rediscovery, we want our listeners to know two things. Number one, you're not alone. And number two, there's always hope. The road to rediscovery, it's a movement, a revolution. And guess what? You are now part of it. We're all roadies on this journey of life. And it sure feels good having you on the road with me. Thanks again for listening. We'll chat again soon. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Road to Rediscovery. We'd love to hear from you. 
shoot us an email at roadsrediscoverypodcast at gmail.com and leave us any questions or comments you may have. The Roads Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production. <laughs>